And maybe not as frequently uh, lately. I'm your host, Matt. <laughs> With me tonight is, of course, you know him, you love him. It's Ryan Alvarez. It's the two-man power trip for a little bit here. It's always a two-man power trip. Um, we might have the wild thing join us uh, mid-show here, depending on if he can break away from some uh, commitments that were made. Uh, so we might get the wild opinion on some things here. Mm, um, but... Before we go any further, I do want to give our thoughts and prayers out to the family of beautiful Bobby Eaton. Unfortunately, he did pass away. Um, God, was it this morning? Yeah, I think I think it was overnight, but it broke early this morning. Yeah, um, man, you can just check everything through social media. This is just another man who had such a positive influence. Um, I don't frequently speak positively on Jim Cornette. Uh, but Jim Cornette actually has a whole thing where if Bobby Eaton wasn't even kind to you, you know, you're doing something wrong. Um, yeah. Just um, one of the nicest guys, I think, across the board in professional wrestling, especially in the old days where it was kind of a doggy dog more kind of territory. Um, it's crazy because his wife died last month. And it's not like we didn't know this was coming. Um, we found out that he had um, that he was dealing with heart with heart failure. Fluid was building in his legs, you know, just really just grotesque stuff, you know, and it's 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 sad. And what else is sad is that Bobby Eaton was born at the wrong time in professional wrestling because he's one of the best tag team workers of all time. And that goes without saying. Um, but he's also in, um, he is also in uh, one of the best war, war games matches of all times. Um, and that is at Wrestle War 92, which I covered um, on Alvarez versus Melter uh, to, to try and tie it in. Um, you can hear all of the fantastic things I have to say about Bobby Eaton there. Um, but just born in the wrong time of wrestling. Um, just a just a tremendous in-ring worker, tremendous pro promo guy. Just the sport lost a good one. And I thought thought to myself, God, it's gonna be a cold day. It's gonna be a bad day when when like a when like a well more a more well-known professional wrestler passes. I was like, Rick Flair's like fucking 80. Like it's gotta Dude, be coming. I I hate putting this out but there's so many times where i'm like i'm gonna save that i'm gonna save that for an off-air comment because even that i don't want to put out into the universe it's sorry i have to correct myself i have to correct myself rick flair is 72 god um 
One last thing here for Bobby Eaton, and I really just want to emphasize that this man was um, someone to genuinely look up to as someone who did a lot of positive things. Um, one of the big things I kept seeing today is a lot of wrestlers, uh, both uh, from wrestling with him on time in, in major promotions, as well as independent wrestlers who, uh, who were there when he was there signing autographs, um, frequently talked about how he ran late uh, because he spent so much time uh, feeding the homeless in the towns that he went to. Um, I, I got to tell you, I saw four to five stories on that in just, you know, about an hour. Uh, just, just looking through things. Genuinely such a, a positive spirit um, who is going to be greatly missed by the wrestling world. Um, I, I know we didn't spend a whole lot of time talking about how incredibly talented he is in the ring, and he was. He really, really was. Um, but man, a, a better person than he is a talent. I think that really says something. Um, a little bit of breaking news here on to PWL. Um, it's official to open Impact Red Wrestling. We have a new member of Bullet Club, and that is uh, Dashing Chris Bay. Um, he reveals that by having his own Bullet Club shirt. Oh, I love that. I'm, uh, I'm going to need to see. But when you say his own Bullet Club shirt. Yeah. You mean like his own variation of this shirt? Yes. Or he has yes. Own? Yeah, well, his own variation. And it looks next t-shirt I'm buying. Yeah. Dash um, and Chris Bay. And guys, just keep an ear out. Obviously, we're going to have some uh, Impact news coming and, coming and going throughout the night as, as Impact is live now. Um, but we're going to hit our news before we hit our results because there's a big rumor going around right now. And I think it has some people very concerned for what the future of professional wrestling is currently in terms of uh, crowds. Um been a minute since we've had a COVID update. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it seems like the and you know, it seems like it's been uh, well, Money in the Bank was about three weeks ago. About that, give or give or take a week. Yes. Yeah. So, I mean, that was. I mean, because that SmackDown. I think it's prior, been two weeks. That 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 SmackDown prior to Money in the Bank was the first live wwe show with fans um mm. and AEW had been doing that well before but i think since we've been back to live fans it's kind of been an afterthought and even here in virginia you know you walk down the street or you know you go to a you know like the mall or you go to like a you know kind of like a you know, strip mall or some sort like covid doesn't exist like no. you it's think it doesn't but now, but now there's a Delta variant and, you know, you know, now, now you have major companies requesting or, you know, it, it's actually demand that they get a, that they get the vaccine, which we, we won't get into that. But um, to your point, the major concern is now for SmackDown or not SmackDown, SummerSlam, SummerSlam. And, all, and, and All Out. Yeah. Um, so there's been a lot of concern. It kind of broke, was it yesterday or maybe the day before? Um, yeah. I'm about to say, I'm sorry, guys. A lot of these days kind of blend the same. There's been so much wrestling news. It's been hard to keep track of what happened on what day. Yeah, that's crazy. Um, it's been, it's been a week. It's been a week for that. Um, so there's a big report saying, uh, due to state regulations, 
WWE may have to shut it down and start heading back towards the Thunderdome. Uh, in fact, some concerns of it being uh, SummerSlam in the Thunderdome. Um, God, just ultimately, uh, the latest thing I saw is that a reporter had talked to someone who works in the stadium that SummerSlam is going to be at. Um, and the report is that it, it should be fine. It should be good to go. Um, as of right now, as of right now, mind you, SummerSlam is only two weeks away. So a lot can happen in two weeks. Yeah. I would not be surprised if WWE pushes forward. Um, where is SummerSlam at again? Is this another one in Texas? Las Vegas is at Allegiant Stadium. Um, and the whole thing is that the reason they're doing it um, on Saturday and at the time they're doing it is so people can get to the to the boxing match right after. So um, if it's not there, it's kind of a, well, what do we do now? I'm trying to think what boxing match is going to garner that much attention. I'll look while you uh, continue. Because I'm, I'm pretty certain Fury Wilder was canceled, or, or Tyson Fury's match was canceled, I think, due to COVID issues. Manny, um, Manny Pacquiao. Oh, Pacquiao. Pac, yep. Fights um, the right way. Errol Spence Jr. Oh, God, I love Action Bronson. Which has not been canceled or postponed yet. It's August 21st, Las Vegas, Nevada. So I think the big thing is keep an eye out on this. Obviously, take the Delta uh, the Delta variant here seriously. Um, do what you got to do. Stay safe. Follow your protocols. Do your thing. I just want to leave my house. Um, more it's the wild man news. himself. Yeah, more more impact news as we gain a wild thing um in impacts next event emergence will be on friday august 20th that is to go right along with night one of ring of honors I, um, glory by honor i need these companies <laughs> to like talk to each other and not put things on the same day because <laughs> it makes yes. my life very hard and my wallet very thin um, you know what though? Here's here is a, a swerve here. We haven't talked about this yet. And what's up, Mike? How you doing? Doing good. I'm glad to hear. I'm glad to hear, brother. So, uh, <laughs> Ryan, I apologize. We didn't even get a chance to talk about this one earlier today, and we were running down things to talk about. Impact has shut down everything with Twitch. Um, yes. That that is official. Their last show was last Thursday on Twitch. They're now uh, moving towards a YouTube deal. Um, so keep an eye out on that. I don't have all the details in front of me right now. I think more details are coming out of it. Um, um, I know there's going to be paid tiers uh, for what you get, um, but essentially you're going to have to pay to watch Impact on YouTube now. Yeah. Um, so a little bit did come out, but I think there is more coming. I think right now they have two tiers on YouTube, which is the 99 cent version, which you get uh, the weekly Impact um, on top of what's already on their, their YouTube page. Um, and then the $4.99 tier is that you get some extras and then you get the pay-per-views 30 days after um, they complete. But 
listen, you jump from that. Okay, you fork over that sweet seven ninety nine a month. Okay, you get him. You get Impact Plus, which the new spin on this now is that you can watch week weekly Impact through Impact Plus. Um, and so, so if you don't official. have Yes. So if you don't have, and that was confirmed through retweet uh, by Jordan Grace herself. Um, So if you do not have access, you can do the $7.99 and get Impact Plus and watch the weekly Impact Live through their app. That that makes me feel a lot better, Um, especially as I'm moving. I don't know if I'm going to have access to Access TV. so at the very least, that makes you feel better knowing that I pay for Impact Plus. Um, Sai, I know if you just jump on our plan, you will. One more time. If you if you jump on my plan, you will. Oh, that's true. Got to rig the system, man. I love it. What up, uh, Mike? Quick question: Does that include YouTube TV? If someone is subscribed to YouTube TV. I don't think so. I think it's the new system here. Uh, I've seen a lot of YouTubers starting to add to it where they have these like super fan sections. Um, yeah. So like if, if you're on YouTube, you see the thing uh, next to subscribe where it's like join. Um, it's, a, it's a paid option. So it's a way for you to directly, I think, pay the, the provider, which okay. for me, yeah. I, I got two things on this. Um, this isn't a YouTube show. I won't rant on YouTube. Uh, <laughs> we get demonetized on YouTube. Um, but uh, I don't know, man. I, I like this. I think this is better for impact in terms of a financial move. Um, I will say it has gotten a lot of negative uh, drawback from fans. And I know a lot of um, people who stream uh, on Twitch and also share the show with uh, their fan bases. So I know like um, mm. even Larson of going in raw would do it and they would kind of talk through things. And I know they talked about how that was kind of like their chill night of wrestling where they would just be on Twitch talking it through. Um, um, it's so I'm going to, I'm going to clean some, yeah, I'm, I'm going to clean some stuff up here. So level one is 99 cents. Um, you know, you get pretty much the basic, but you do get the weekly show. Um, and then the four ninety nine level, you get the big four for thirty uh, thirty days after it goes live. So not all of them. Uh, it says monthly special events. So I don't know if that's just what we see every every month on the app. I bet you, yeah. Um, which is free for the app anyway. Um, and a bunch of other stuff you get like special gifts uh, but yeah if you go onto youtube now it's right next to the subscribe button it says subscribe and then join you click on that join join button and then there's different levels so it's kind of it's kind of you know kind of like a patreon on youtube um i think it's really neat um i think yeah, it's um, a way to have people not jump off of the youtube band bandwagon so quick um, I know there's always an issue with something getting loaded onto YouTube, except for us as of late. So thank you to YouTube. Yeah. Facebook has a similar thing where you can uh, mm-hmm. click like a special, become a special fan for certain places. And a lot of guys set it up for like five ninety nine to do their thing. Like some people I watch gaming stream only on Facebook, they do it. Yeah, it's kind of like subscribing on a Twitch or anywhere else you would normally subscribe. So I, I get it, yeah. 
Yeah, I think from a financial aspect, this makes a lot of sense for Impact. Um, I do think it does suck for a lot of people who use uh, their Twitch to also talk through the show and everything like that. Um, but yeah, so that's a thing. Well, I guess we'll get more opinions on that the more it kind of comes out. Um, all right, up next on our list here, we got to talk some free agency stuff because good Lord, apparently we couldn't cover it all on Monday. You know, it just never, just never get the chance to, apparently. Uh, right. So I know we had already talked about Adam Cole. Um, because Lord knows if you haven't been uh, in the wrestling news circuit this past week, I'm sure you've heard a lot about Adam Cole. Um, so in an update on that, Adam Cole's apparently his contract uh, expires. Uh, he did have a slight extension uh, through SummerSlam and TakeOver, um, but expected uh, that it will expire that time period. Uh, the current word from Fightful Select is that he has been made offers, um, but he has rejected all of them so far. Um, so I guess before we move on from Adam Cole, I'm going to ask you guys, Ryan and Mike, what do you think are the odds that he leaves WWE at this point? So just to rehash what I said on Monday, um, I'm sticking to I'm sticking to my guns here. Um, if he jumps ship, I'll be shocked. Um, he's carving out a nice little career there in NXT. I think the caveat there with the new contract would be not to get dicked when he goes to the main roster, um, which is hard to do these days. Um, but if, but he's, he should pull the Daniel Bryan card. If he, if, if he doesn't go back to NXT or WWE, um, it's get the contract you want, do what you want to do. Go where you want to go. Fight who you want to fight. Because that's essentially what Daniel Bryan's deal is. Um, so go go do whatever you want to do. I am, uh, I'm about 70% that he's leaving. Um, I feel like there's a lot of – I mean, NXT is better than WWE itself, even though it's the same company. But I feel like there are a lot of guys who are fed up there, guys and girls who are fed up. I mean, you see it, Ric Flair came out and was like, I don't like what y'all are doing booking-wise, even though it was like for Charlotte and not necessarily so much him. But there are there are people who are who are fed up with it. And I mean, I always I could easily go 60-42. I it's close. I feel like I'm talking myself into a 50-50, but I could see him easily leaving and even though he's done the thing on the Indies and been everywhere, kind of leave and go and do like what Cody Rhodes did when he first left, when he was Stardust and he became Cody uh, Cody before he got his last name back. And go everywhere and do everything and then find a place and settle. Yeah, I think I'm at a 50-50 at this point with Adam Cole. Um, the biggest thing I think coming out of all this is that he is such an incredibly um, – makeable person to work with through all of this he's been very uh you know on board with you know working with everything handed at him everything working with him through that um i i i got two minds on this a adam cole is like 
the biggest Shawn Michaels fan and the second biggest Triple H fan behind me. Um, and that really makes me think he'll stay because he's getting to work with the guys that he has idolized forever and ever and ever. Um, but so a couple of months ago now, when all of these releases first happened, Sean Ross Sapp put out there that he thinks that these cuts are going to have major implications down the road. And he specifically said uh, recently that Adam Cole was the one who he was thinking of. He thought the contract expired in December when it came up. Um, I, God, I, ah, I have such a hard time like sitting here and going like, look what they just done to carrying cross who for all intents and purposes, we have all sat here on this show and talked about how, he is like the most WWE guy possible. <laughs> um, big, tall, imposing, strong. It works a very simple style, like printable money if you're WWE, but apparently that's not the case that we're going for here. I don't know. Um, I can rant on that another time. I, I just don't know how you're sitting there in NXT and going, these guys, A, didn't realize my contract was expiring and B look what they're doing to people outside of NXT. And there's, there's just nothing for them in NXT at this point. Um, yeah, man. Um, so I was listening to um, uh, the Chad Duke show today and he had brought and brought back his old wrestling show. He used to do for like a one-off and he was talking about how like some of the guys that he's still like used to text with, one of them had texted him and told him that um, I, I believe it was either Paul White or Mark Henry um, had texted them and said that like guys are just complaining, texting them, complaining about how bad it is. And the, which I mean, it makes sense. I mean, it's that's like the fourth person Sean Ross Sapp has said that that he gets messages about all the time. Mm -hmm. um, so that's that's just that. Um, and to tie into it. As we learned today, this just dropped um, a couple hours ago, apparently a very similar situation to Adam Cole is happening with Pete Dunne. Peter Dune. Who, who's apparently, same deal, contract expires after takeover. Um, apparently we didn't realize that his contract was expiring. Um, God. I, 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 he is another one. Who I I think I'm 50-50 on. Um, I think for the life of me, he resigns. Oh yeah. Um, at the same time, he's only 27. <laughs> he can always go back. He has so much time in front of him, and there's just there's nothing for him. Well, once again, like I hate saying that. Like, I would love to see him win the NXT title, but you're going to need to set that up at a good time now. Mm -hmm. I'm hoping now is the time with, with the Ridge Holland as the heavy mm -hmm. and, and Pete Dunne being the mouthpiece. Um, I just, I don't know, man. I don't know, um, because I feel like they haven't done anything with him for so long. No, they haven't. And the reason, who the hell knows. Um, but he's in high-profile matches. He had... Um, if you look at the last few takeovers, he's had solid, solid matches, and he's getting in good matchups. Um, 
but the problem is that there's no creative direction, but you're adding now, like you said, a third piece in Ridge Holland, soon to be a fourth piece with the returning Danny Birch. Um, I think this is on the upswing. I think the fact that we're going to get Samoa Joe take the title off of Karrion Cross here in a couple of weeks, is it going to be a big swing? Maybe. Um, well, Karrion Cross is already on Raw. So I, I, if it's, is he if staying it's not, on Raw? <laughs> I would assume so, unless he is drafted in October. Um, I just, I just don't. Why do you bring Joe back? And I, and I know we're dipping into this NXT thing now a little bit, which is a good transition. Um, I got but, one more free agency thing, but yeah, yeah, no, no, you're fine. Um, we're gonna bring Joe back, and then we're gonna give him all this build up to be the enforcer. Oh, can't be the enforcer. I got to be the wrestler. Got to go through all these steps to get there and then we're gonna not give him the title i I just don't see that happening with all the rings we're all the hoops we're having to jump jump here but at the same time cross could win and relinquish it who knows but i think pete dunn's time has to be now i think he's i think the addition of rich holland the return of danny birch um they put on cool kyle i might i might put a bullet in my head i don't know He's the worst right now. He really People is. Cool, Kyle's the next uh, NXT champion. God, if he does, I'm not picking NXT for the next for the next rotation. Sorry, spoiler alert. I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather watch Raw. Really? Take that. Take that for what it's worth. Really? You'd rather cool watch Kyle's, Raw? Cool, Kyle's all okay. Maybe maybe he's awful, but maybe SmackDown. Because yeah, there you go. Last. Okay, there you go. Maybe SmackDown is hourless, but but no, Pete does time has gotta be here. They're giving him more time to talk, which I love. Okay, they're adding pieces to his stable, which I love because they're not Pat McAfee. <laughs> like like the pieces are falling into place for this to happen. Pull the pull the trigger. That's the thing they they they. Uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if they just get scared to pull the trigger or what, but we'll see. Uh, last little bit of free agency news here before we hit results. Uh, it's been reported yesterday uh, that it looks very likely that Ruby Riot, now going by the name Ruby Soho, uh, will likely be signing with AEW soon. I think a much needed addition to uh, to their women's roster right now. Um, also, apparently, uh, lead singer of Rancid has already told her in a podcast uh, that she can totally use the Ruby Soho song that rancid does as her theme music which is just fantastic the little little punk rocker in me is just loving it having the time of his life um gotta tell y'all and and this is totally off topic um i shared that and i shared how how i've enjoyed my time uh being uh subscribed to fightful select oh my god I immediately got like six hate messages. <laughs> Just when I was like, oh, I like this. This is nice. <laughs> oh my lord, people, people, man! It, it's strange how much hate there is for Sean Ross. Makes no sense. I feel like he is one of the few who get it. Um, but whatever, people be dumb. I, I'd be excited to see Ruby Soho formerly Ruby Riot in AEW. I think that's a good spot for her. Um, 
I just we we need some kind of shot in the arm for that women's division. I don't know what it is. They just go through cycles, man, of like, we're doing so good, momentum's gone. Doing so good, momentum's gone. Yeah. Um, one good example, and I guess we'll get to it when we do the AEW run through is um Jay Cargill. I like what they're doing with her and Smart Mark. I love it. But get back in the ring, please. <laughs> That's why you're there to wrestle. Uh, I know we didn't want to, I know a big thing with us is we didn't want to expose her because she's still green. And this is a great way to do that. But she hasn't had a match in a few months, right? Uh, no, but it sounds like she is getting one here soon. Yeah. They, I think they build it up towards her having a match. Uh, either next week or week after. Um, which would be good. Um, all, right. all right. Let's roll through some NXT results real quick. I'm going to go Thank ahead you. and hit them, and then we will go back for discussion. Hit Road defeats the Gaudel Phantasma via disqualification. Um, Ridge Holland defeated Eichmann Giro. Uh, as you said, my heart was on the line. Yeah, exactly. Roddy Strong defeated Bobby Fish with a little help from his friend. Grizzled Young Vet defeated uh, L.A. Knight and Cameron Grimes, but L.A. Knight kind of left Cameron Grimes out there to die by himself. Um, Trey Baxter defeated Joe Gacy in the first round of the uh, in the last first round match of the NXT Breakout Tournament. Um, Karrion Cross provoked Samoa Joe. And then Gargano defeated Dexter Loomis in the love her or lose her match, uh, but then saw Indy Hartwell literally jump onto Dexter Loomis uh, and then plant him with a very passionate kiss, as most people are saying. Um, also on this show was the uh, uh, it was the Raquel, no, not Raquel, I'm sorry, Dakota Kai explanation video, which was, I thought, very well done. Um, as well as uh, the not as good segment that was the Zoe Starks and Io Shirai trying to get together eating sushi. Yeah, I'm tired of the fish out of water thing with her. Um, Zoe Stark, and I believe it was you that said it. Zoe Stark's gimmick, what is it? I mean, it is. Is it is it what I want it to be, or is it what it should be? It's pair her with all the foreigners, and what has she done, dude? Like, I, she's she's talented in the ring. She's fantastic. Make yeah. her the female Pete Dunne, because that's listen. So listen, I don't know why we're doing this comedy BS, fish out of water. I don't care. Okay, I don't hate it. Do I you just, need it though? I just wish I don't know, man. This this was walking the line for me of like, is this this kind of inappropriate? Not like this is kind of inappropriate. Also, so does Io Shirai just hate everyone that's not Japanese? Is that kind of, kind of like what we're going for here? Because what reason does she have not yes. to like Zoe Stark? That's my only thing. Like, there's not really a candid reason or storyline reason for her not to trust her. That's because my only character. thing. Because her character is annoying. I don't know. Just get in the ring and be and be my partner. That's all. That's all I want. 
And okay, so here's here's my problem with all this. Why is Io Shirai in a tag team? Because we got nothing for her. Well, because there's, I mean, what what else are you gonna do with Io Shirai right now? You exactly. got to remove her from nothing, the title picture. There's nothing else for her. I think she'll be a good nick on somebody's belt on on, here on between, wait, the main roster. Yep, during the during the draft, which I can buy. Um, God, I really wish we didn't have an NXT women's tag team titles. Um, <laughs> I'll say it for why you, did you. Why did you have to say it? Yeah, I'll say it for um, you. You don't even need to. I'll say it for you. Yeah, I will say overall with this episode of NXT, nothing really was great. Like nothing was great. There were many good things. Um, I liked the finish of Hit Row Legato del Fantasma. Um, I would like for Legato to maybe get the upper hand one of these times. Um, but I like that both teams got the time to shine. Um, we didn't we didn't really screw anyone by putting one over the other yet. So I do like that. Um, um, Roddy Strong and Bobby Fish. It looks like Roddy's getting a cruiserweight title match. Yeah, so talk to me on this. Does it feel like we kind of quickly did this Roddy Bobby Fish thing? Like, oh, I feel absolutely. like this went way too quick. No, you want to know why? Because they 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 put on a video package. They didn't let it build. They didn't let it simmer because I don't. Bob Bobby Fish is in is enhancement talent. My my guy, like I know it's tough. It, it's a tough pill to swallow. But Bobby Fish is on the back end. He's a credible name that that he can enhance talent. Um, and this is all vehicle to put to push Roddy. Like their match, whenever it is. I don't know if it's next week or the takeover. But Roddy Strong versus Kushida is going to be electric. Boogie woogie woogie. And I think you're right. But like, I just, I don't know. I felt like this could have been a much better thing than what it was. I feel like this could have been a takeover match that we just kind of did too early. You're absolutely right. Um, any other closing thoughts? On this, oh, uh, Cameron Grimes wrestling in the tux in the, in the Butler costume. It's hilarious. He is, he is as Matt you would say over like Rover. Um, I don't know how much longer this is. This whole Butler thing is gonna go. I think it was a good while it lasts, and I'm, I'm kind of over it. I was yeah. over it when we saw GYV on a golf course last week. Um, but it is what it is. Um, this is a fine episode. And oh, oh, the semi the semifinals for the for the uh, brackets for the breakout tournament. Um, we have Odyssey Jones versus Trey Baxter and Carmelo Hayes versus Duke Hudson. So um, we could see Hayes versus Trey Trey Baxter. Um, That's what I think is going to happen. I would love to see Odyssey Jones versus Carmelo Hayes. I think Odyssey Jones has a better name than Trey Baxter. I think Gossie Jones is getting sent to the main roster. Oh, my God, already? Yeah. 
He, um, almost, he, he almost killed that one that one Jamook two weeks ago. No, he, he's oh already had God. matches on the two hundred five live, as well as he's had. <laughs> I mean, it was two hundred five live. Let's call it main event. Like, like, why are we still he's trying had to make this on main event? He's no, had he's, I know he's the like early like. Hey, let's see how you do thing. Yeah, he's already, he's already gotten that. He's not he's not staying in NXT very long. Yeah. Um, I here's my thought process. All of a sudden, and I, I don't like the idea of Trey Baxter going over Odyssey Jones. I don't think that should be the case. I really like Trey Baxter. I wish he had a better name than Trey Baxter. Um, yeah. But I I kind of think it's gonna be Baxter Hayes. Just because the both of them challenged Kushida, they were the the front runners for that. Carmelo Hayes, I think, is the winner. Um, although there is a lot of people who think that Duke Hudson's winning, um, which would, would be, be good. Stupid. Look, he's got the best backside in professional wrestling. Oh my god. Um. My only concern with that is Carmelo Hayes is a star, so when I say it out loud, he doesn't need to win this. But at the same time, you push him directly to the moon. Wait, hold on. Doesn't doesn't the winner get like a title match of some sort? A title shot, yes. So make it Carmelo Hayes. Jesus. Why are we standing here? For, for which title? For who? I don't know. North American I mean, Championship. See, all all logic says it should be for the NXT World Title. Yeah, but who's gonna challenge Cameron or Cameron, Carrion Cross or or Samoa Joe out of this tournament? It, it would have to be Odyssey Jones or Duke Hudson. Really? Yes. Mm, I disagree. I, I, I think Carmelo Hayes is great, obviously. Uh, for anyone who hasn't watched Creative Control, also while we're at it, Ever Rise was a fantastic draft pick. I don't want to hear otherwise. <laughs> Their money. <laughs> they are, you're right. Um, oh, man. Just released money. Uh, but, um, yeah, I mean, I... Oh, God, Swerve is North American champion. I would love a Swerve Carmelo Hayes match. Come on, man. But do you you need him to win the tournament to get that shot? Because he's already had the, like, great match with Adam Cole. I don't know. I don't know. I'm very curious to see who wins it, but I think think it's between Hayes and Baxter. I would not like to see... um, would not like to see Baxter defeat Odyssey Jones, though. Um, all right, AEW. Do you want an impact up update quick, quickly or no? Sure, hit him with it. Um, we do get the undead Kimberly in a little vignette. Um, essentially, she wants to deliver souls to Sue Young, which I'm very happy. Um, Mickey James what? interrupts Deanna. Made a tag team. 
crazy, right? Mickey James interrupts Deanna Perrazzo again, confirms that it will be Deanna Perrazzo uh, versus Molina for the knockouts championship at NWA Empower. <laughs> um, and the and the best part about that is that uh, the drama king introduces uh, his, his homecoming, homecoming queen. queen. <laughs> yep, yep. Um, that is it. On to AE Dub. We got like twenty-ish minutes left. We are rolling. We're doing fantastic. Our time management skills through the roof. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna interject. Davari, who is in a fatal floor four way here in the X division on Impact, looks fucking outstanding. Uh, like you mean Contras, Davari? <sighs> depends on how long he's a member of Contra. Forever, dog. He signed MLW, I believe. <laughs> Dude, I love Contra. That's a whole oh other thing gosh. to talk about. They're not ready for Hulkamania, Alexander Hammerstone, but... Oh, All right. AEW opens up with the third labor of Jericho, where Jericho must mm. be a top rope move to win. Chris Jericho versus... The Juice, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like I still can't get over that. This match happened. Javante Guerrero. A rematch of their WCW days. We'll come back and talk about it here in a minute because there's going to be a lot to talk about. Yeah. Uh, Jericho, of course, won with the diving Judas effect. We get the announcement that Wardlow will be labor number four with MJF as the referee, although the graphic that they showed later just showed that mm-hmm. MJF was in his corner, so I'm not exactly sure what that is. Um, attempted interview with Death Triangle, but Pax Travel got canceled. Andrade, of course, says, hey, you know, life's better when you work with me. And Phoenix says they don't work for him or anyone. Mm-hmm. Beginning with you with the Dark Order, where Adam Page walks in and grabs a beer, uh, and then essentially breaks up with the Dark Order. Um, trios match, two point yeah. Jeff Parker and Matt Lee. You might know them as Ever Rise. Ever Rise. Uh, teamed with Daniel Garcia. Uh, because, you know, when you're the new guy on the block and you got nothing to lose, you got to challenge the biggest dogs in the fight. So they challenged John Moxley, Eddie Kingston, and Darby Allen. You can go ahead and imagine who won this match. I will say, and, and I, I, I know I'm breaking my own rules here, um, I, I was watching Ever Rises 2.0's podcast, and mm-hmm. they were talking about how they're going to get their first big match on NXT on Wednesday nights, and they were so excited because they thought they were going to do so well. And their segment was the exact same time as the Sting debut. And they were like, we lost this week, guys. <laughs> uh, so when they fa- so when <laughs> Holy faced and like saw Sting when they were on the outside, I immediately was like, Sting versus Ever Rise. This is fantastic. It was a, it was a good reference to their podcast. Um, Daniel Garcia, also a dog. Of course, you know, no brainer. Moxley, Kingston, Darby Allen win. Um, Wow. Uh, we get a Brian Cage and Ricky Starks vignette. A leader playing basketball, being obnoxious, but we get the announcement that the Good Brothers will uh, have accepted the challenge from the Dark Order for the Impact Tag Team titles next week. Mm-hmm. We're going to come back and talk about that one. Christian Cage defeated the Blade with a spear. Um, hype up for PMP versus FTR round two, uh, where they showed friggin' Dash's arm getting hooked. Oh. That was 
gruesome, and I never want to look at that again. Uh, I've seen worse. I've seen worse, but I also just don't want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I didn't with, uh, with Britt Baker gets interrupted by Red Velvet. Red Velvet challenges her at Rampage. Uh, Velvet drops the line, I'm no longer enhancement talent, and things have changed. Um, okay. I mean, she's, you know, won a bunch of matches, and she's officially signed. Okay. She's made steps. She's evolving. She's not like Charizard, but she's like Charmeleon now. Or or maybe better, she's hatched from the egg and she's now a Charmander. I think maybe I think maybe more adequately a Bulbasaur. Because no one cares about Bulbasaur. Wow. I'm not just being hateful. I actually Yeah, it sounds it. like it. Um for no reason. Kurt Baker also stands strong at the end of this. Super heel work, getting cheered. Um, interview with Andrade. And Chavo tells Andrade he found someone to join Andrade. Uh, it's Fuego Del Sol. Rough two weeks for Fuego Del Sol here. Um, two weeks on TV, though. Yeah, man, two weeks on TV. I'm, I'm happy for him, but oh, my God. Uh, he gets hired to shine Andrade's shoes. So when he starts objecting, Andrade beats the hell out of him. And I mean beats the hell out of him. And then That's just fantastic. Put Fuego on uh, on Andrade's shoes and told him, you're going to learn to clean up. And, uh, you know, Lucha Bros, you better keep watching because you guys work with Pac, you'll never be champs. Hangman Page in the ring, talking with Skivo, interrupted by the Elite. Oh, this is a really great promo. They beat him up. Um Elite Hunter, Frankie Kazarian, gets beat up. Um, multiple BTE triggers. World title shot from Omega to Page. And that's that. Yeah, Mike. More importantly, the Dark Order came out, and Stu Grayson and Evil Uno pushed them back. So sometimes when a friend needs help, you got to let them do their thing. Yep. Remember um, that. I'm very, I'm very excited to see where this goes. Dan Lambert of American Top Team is back. He's coming for revenge against Archer, and he's not coming alone. I thought this was a one-off thing. I'm intrigued to see what the hell is happening. Is Lesnar American Top Team? I don't know. I just wanted to be an asshole. You know who was American Top Team? Mm. Bob Lashley. You know who's going to be in the States then? Uh, come over here at Ishii. Oh, Can't yeah. He'll be, oh, that'd be yeah. good. Ishii is face, facing Moose at Resurgence. That's on the morning match. That I think. <gasps> That's this, is, that, is that this weekend? That's next, it's next weekend. It's next weekend. Yeah. Okay. Fuck. Okay, good. I don't, think there's, I don't think there's any major show this weekend. No. We had to pack you up this weekend. Sorry. Yeah, we can't we can't do nothing next weekend. Um, I'm not doing anything. Miro Miro beats Lee Johnson and what I thought was maybe the, the match of the night, maybe the second match of the night. This is a really good match. Lee Johnson I thought looked fantastic. This is how you treat a guy who is working his way up the ladder um, while also keeping your champ super strong. Um, we get the announcement that the, the announced team for Rampage is going to be Taz, Excalibur, Mark Henry, and Chris Jericho. I kind of like it. 
it's a lot of people in the booth. Um, but I think this is good for JR to get a break. And I think Skivo is only working interviews. Uh, I think this is a, a good thing if you're trying to push Excalibur as probably your future commentator. Um, Christian Cage is now the new number one contender. Mm -hmm. Talks about how he would be, uh, he was asked if he would help legit Layla Hirsch. Uh, he starts singing, didn't really care for that. Uh, but she has some best friends in her corner to help her out. But he's going to do what he does best, and that stirs some shit up from time to time, and that he is elite at it. Ha! Um, legit Layla Hirsch defeated Ali to win a shot against Camille for the NWA women's title. Uh, and, and this was said that he is going to the NWA to challenge. So I don't yeah. know if this is for power. Empower. Okay. Yeah, it's going to be at NWA Empower. Interesting. Very interesting. Camille is a giant compared to Layla Hirsch. Uh, 100%. Um, at one point, we will we will pull up and post the picture of the stare, a stare down between them two. God bless. Camille, funny. look, I love Camille. Obviously, it's I'm so biased. She's been on the show. Um, I'm so happy that people are about to learn about her. It's about time. She's oh, my gosh. I posted that thing in our group earlier. There were these, there were these trolls in, the, in this Facebook group I'm part of. And immediately was like, oh, who is this? Oh, I think it's Kamol or, or Daniil. And like five comments later after these schmucks are going back and forth about what her name is, they're like, oh, yeah, it's Camille. Oh, yeah, Camille. Like trolls and homers. Come on. If you if you don't if you, if you don't know who the NWA World's Women's Champ Champion is, don't 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 comment or do your I, damn homework. Look, that one's for you, Dwight. Look, well, well, I appreciate that. I do think we got to do our part and just educate the people who don't know about. Because at this point, I'm starting to think there are people who don't know when AEW or uh, NWA is on. Um, um, Camille holds the Burke. That's all I need to know. All I'm saying is, I, I, I think we got we got to give some fans a little bit of room to grow. If they, if when you give them the answers, they're dicks, murder them, murder them for their lack of wrestling knowledge. Murder but, them like Malachi Black murdered Cody Rhodes. Yes, sorry. and yes, he I, did. I went and just took my shot. Sorry. Um, because oh my God, did he? Um, we get kind of like a Cody Rhodes is gonna retire. Um, he starts on doing his boots and, and Malachi Black just bashes him in the back. This is like a 10-minute thing that took way too long, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, but then he grabs the uh, the boot that Cody took off um, and Excalibur goes and asks if Black has just retired Cody. Videos from after the show saw Cody take off the other boot and leave it in the ring. Good. Um, so a whole lot on this, obviously. I mean, we've all talked about it, but we're going to start, I think, at the head here. Mm -hmm. uh, Malachi Black defeated Cody in roughly four minutes. They put the entire thing up on YouTube already. Yeah, I have it at 443. Um, needed. Very, very needed. Um, I really like <laughs> how strong. Also, Malachi Black's entrance was oh, dope. Dude is um, a superstar. Absolutely yeah. fantastic. Um, right right at the end of this like right as cody Rhodes was coming out um i said i said i swear to christ if cody goes over here prepare for a very long rant tomorrow 
And you said, let me jump right on that with you. <laughs> and thank God this happened. I This would have been dead in the water. And Cody now, had gone over. I don't think Cody was going to beat him in his debut. Um, and, and Mike, I already know where you're going with this because you and I have talked about it. Um, I, I do think Cody is getting a lot of hate right now. I think some of it warranted, some of it unwarranted. Uh, I think Cody's always going to get a lot of hate for being the guy to leave WWE and start AEW. He's going to get the Jeff Jarrett treatment. Uh, he has put a lot of talent over in his time uh, in AEW so far. Um, I do think a lot of the stuff with Anthony Agogo has rubbed people the wrong way. Um, I think a lot of people think that the patriotism stuff for Memorial Day weekend was, uh, I don't know, over overdone or maybe at a bad time at the moment. I, I know, Mike, you and I, we disagree on that front because, you know, America. Um, Fuck yeah. But uh, I, I do, I mean, we've talked about this too. I think a go-go needed a big win. Um, so if you're going to do that, maybe don't book it that weekend so a go-go can go over or adjust things to do appropriately just because I mean, he's, he's lost. And since then he's been off the face of the planet. I mean, I know he's done matches in uh, dark and elevation, but he's, he's been gone. QT has been gone. Um, I just assumed that Ogogo had picked up some sort of injury because after that match, we haven't seen him actually. He I don't had think he's been on top for elevation. He interfered in a match. Um, to help QT and I think Aaron Solo. We have really should him. have gone gone over. But uh, yeah, the stuff with QT, I think uh, I think QT needed to go over Cody there. Um, so I think it's just questionable things like that. I mean, Cody did put over Brody. He put over Darby. He put over. Um, oh my God! There's someone else here that I can't think of. <gasps> I mean, he put over Malachi Black last night. There's other there's other names here. I'm sorry, guys. I'm blanking. Um, but uh, I do think it's probably best for Cody to take maybe a year off or a year behind the scenes and just be be Cody, the executive, put over that. Um, there's a part where he's giving his his promo speech there at the end where I'm sitting here thinking like, is this supposed to be on the air? Does he know there's still ten minutes left? Did someone tell him to go home too early? Uh, I think there are some things you probably shouldn't need to said on the air. Um, I get pumping your brand as well, but uh, probably could have afforded not to this time. Um, but it just took a very long time. Very, very long time. I think that was my biggest complaint from this whole thing. Malachi Black won with the Black Mask Kick. We don't know if that has a new name in AEW. Um, Black looks so incredibly good in ring i mean we already knew he was so smooth but his transitions and his his moves i mean the the rolling knee bar i thought was incredible uh he just moved so comfortably into it i loved every bit of it it's good stuff um all right let's talk about the juice versus jericho here uh yeah i'll start this was this was not good I think it started really bad, and then they it kind was, of got into the, into uh, motions there. I yeah. think they heard it, and they got back to where they should be, but I think a lot of people are going to cling to the front of it. 
Yeah. Um, who who looked okay? That's being super generous. Um, I think the spots that looked like they were great. I think they were, um, you know, they were kind of basic luchador esque moves that you should be able to hit. Um, this was also one of the more underwhelming matches, um, especially for the third labor, um, considering the first two being what they were. And then, oh, you have to hit a top rope move. Okay. Um, I like it just because it was, you know, Jericho hasn't spawned a lot of it. It's fine, but you have to admit it's a little bit underwhelming considering the other two. Yeah, well, yeah, I don't. I consider this on par with the chairman match, personally. Like, like I actually, same match hype. yeah, um, but it's it's fine. It's a, it's a. I mean, you knew Jericho was going to win because he only has another labor to conquer, and then he has his match with with MJF, which I'm maybe. assuming, which I'm assuming will be at All Out. Maybe he has the match with MJF. Uh well it it depends because like you said the graphic towards the end of the show said he was just at ringside and uh during or post post match uh he said he was going to be the special guest rep so I guess we'll see how that plays out Mike what do you think you're rocking the AEW's Jericho shirt um well as everyone knows at least everyone in our circle knows I'm a giant Jericho mark I've been a giant Jericho fan. For years and you, God, let's go ahead. Twenty years. So, um, I felt like the match was lacking. It, it ended good. Um, I thought he was going to finish with that top rope hurricanrana he's done the past two weeks because he's been building that up. But do a top rope uh, uh, Judas effect it was different. It was new. Um, the beginning of the match was bad, uh, but it. It had that nostalgic feel, and it took me back to, like, as a kid, watching them wrestle against each other in WCW. So I, I liked that a lot. I did like that. Because that was some of the – I remember watching WCW as a little kid, WWF, in the Monday Night Wars. It was fun. So it could have been better, but it's I, – I, I think it is a Jericho retirement tour we're seeing right now. So, uh, what are you thinking for for trial four here? How where, where are you at on it? Because I think this makes the most sense, but I think because it's not Nick Gage or the Juice, I think a lot of people are kind of poo pooing it. Um. Yeah. So I feel like he's gonna put um, he's gonna make Wardlow. I mean, Wardlow looks very very strong in everything he does. He's going to make Wardlow look very, very strong. But he's going to end up winning. And whether they do a fifth trial or that fifth trial is a match with MJF. Um, regardless, we're going to see the match with MJF, I believe. Somehow, uh, some way. Yeah. I got this feeling. Got this feeling. Inside your bones. That the all-out match is not MJF versus Jericho. Kind of feel like Jericho's not going to make it to all-out. He might He might be on tour. But maybe Daniel Bryan will be. 
here's my I thing. Mean, why do you do this? Well, look, here, here's the thing. You got to have a match for Daniel Bryan and CM Punk at All Out, yeah? I mean, Ooh. Yeah? Uh, Fozzie is on tour. Uh, they have a show the 2nd, the 3rd, the 4th, and the 6th. 2nd, the 3rd, and the 4th. And the 6th. So do you really think he's going to cram a wrestling match so the in? the only day that he doesn't have a show is the same day as All Out. Yeah. Where, where are they? I think that's the important um Illinois. They have a they have uh, a they have a close, in Iowa on the fifth. I'm about to say that's that's close enough though that they could. Um on the third they have Illinois, fourth Illinois, and then the sixth they gotta be in Wisconsin, but still. Um Iowa City on the fifth is where they're at. I am curious and curious and curious because it could all just be a swerve here. Oh, so on your end, Mike, you're saying they have a show on the 5th? They have a sold-out show on the 5th at 7 o'clock in Iowa City. I'm I'm on their web website. I don't see that. Unless I'm looking at the wrong year. <laughs> I have U.S. Tour Dates 2021. Yeah, I pulled that up too. Oh. oh man, we're gonna need to figure this one out. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um. So obviously, I, I have we'll... Iowa City on July fourteenth. Hmm. Um, then the the list I pulled up is wrong. I'm very curious here. Um, I think either way, Matt, you are on to something. Uh, um. It's just there's too much time between now and uh, between now and all out. Um, I do think Adam Page is getting the title shot. I know there's been a lot of reports saying he's not going to be in. Some reports saying he's not going to be on the card. Hear me out. I think Jungle Boy might be turning heel on Christian Cage. Uh, uh, uh. I think Christian Cage is turning heel on Jungle Boy. That could also maybe be it. Uh, I think, Cage I think you're both to... wrong. I think Christian Cage is going to get the title match and lose to Kenny Omega, and nobody's turning. You really think they're going to do Cage Omega and all out? Yeah, Christian Cage is a big name, big a big stage. Um, Christian Cage can more than handle his own. Oh, hey, look, here's the other thing. Christian Cage is a safe worker. He's safe, okay? What's Kenny Omega right now? Not healthy. I think this is a fantastic choice if you do it. It does play into storyline. It does continue um, any really other outside storylines with Kenny Omega and the Elite that you want to. And if you really want to, throw in a CM Punk or Brian Danielson at the end of it. You know? Give them a pop to go home to. Who, who, who cares? You'll be hangman. I think you'll be hangman. That's the pop. I, so I we're so we're saying right. So we're saying right right now. You think it's going to be hangman? You, you think it's going to be hangman at all out? Uh, unless the beatdown yesterday was the writing him off of television, which it could have been. Um, I, I would have figured they would have cut him open. Mike, go ahead before I finish this one because I feel like I go off on this one. I am just doubling back. I double checked. Yeah. So. Fozzie is in Illinois on the uh, fifth. Fourth. So the fifth, they are still in Illinois if they're going to Kenosha or Wisconsin. 
So they could very well, he could very well be in all out. Fozzie could do his entrance for all out. In person. In and person. Maybe the plan. Yeah. Um, Which would be dope. I'd be about it. Um, so, so here's my last thing about hang, hang man, and then we can move, move on if you want. Um, he's already out of the top five. The, when the rankings came out before AEW, um, yeah. he is no longer in their top five, which is which is kind of why I'm all in on this on this Christian Cage match. Just there is there is nobody else right now, right now at this point in which we are speaking in time. Now, obviously, there's rumors with CM Punk. I don't, I don't think you put there. them in the title match right away because I don't think exactly. And you don't put Brian and you don't put Brian Danielson either. Um, I gotta tell you, uh, I'm sorry. I know I'm interrupting you. I'll give right back to you. When Omega was talking about all these people from his past coming to haunt him, uh, I was like, "Is Daniel Bryan coming out right now?" Because he did the whole thing with Daniel Bryan at Ring of Honor. Mm -hmm. I thought we were getting built up to a Daniel Bryan Kenny Omega match for All Out, which was obviously getting me all kinds of yeah. Yeah, um, I, I think you are correct in that Cage will probably be it. I just feel like it's super underwhelming. Like, like no, Cage you're right. Vegas, does that sound like your main event? Listen, you're right. Okay, you're not necessarily wrong. Um, I think in the world that we live in right now, where we still don't know the status of Kenny Omega, whether he's healthy 100% or not. Um, Christian Cage is one of the safest workers right now. Um, and you kind of have to take a page out of WWE's book here. Um, you know, when Edge came back, you know, they were very unsure about the health there. Who did they pair him with? One of the safest workers in WWE, which was Randy Orton. Um, so not necessarily the same situation per se, but, you know, just thinking about the long-term, about the longevity in which we're going to make this belt collector gimmick go with Kenny Omega, you know, where, how, how much do we want to put him through? There's a lot, there's a whole lot here. Um, unfortunately we have hit our hour. So Cod. As much as we can go on here with this rant, I would need you to hit him with the plug. Yeah. Um, check out all the socials um, down in the description box below. Check out Tantalize and Tony on YouTube. Um, guys, go to nextgentn.net. Check out the Uncivil War 6 stuff. They just released some fresh new merch for the show, including a sweet, sweet Nitro brand branded shirt. They also have some fresh kicks. Go ahead. Um, so I might, you might get a package with my name on it. Um, just want to give you the heads up now because those shirts look real good. Oh yeah, Jeff. Jeff and I are already buying them. Um, yeah. So go check that out. Nextgentn.net ticket still available. Uh, Twenty dollars general admission. Twenty five dollars gets you in two hours early for the meet and greet. Um, also, um, before, uh, we move on, uh, this is the last Thursday show next week. And for all weeks forthcoming, it is only Monday at 7 PM, seven to eight. Why it's so we can branch off into our new 
um, brand brand extension per se. I think that's the best way to describe it. Um, Matt, do you want to give them a little bit of more information or do we have time? Give them a little taste. Yeah, let's give them a little taste here. So uh, we have, as you guys know, we struggle to always keep up with everything happening in professional wrestling and we struggle to give you guys all the results all the time. Um, of course, we know that SmackDown and Raw has not gotten a, a fair representation on this show. So moving forward in lieu of our Thursday show, we are moving towards a, uh, I guess, I think a daily <laughs> scheduled uh, input from uh, Monday Night Raw, Tuesday Night NXT, Wednesday Night AEW, Thursday Night Impact, Friday Night SmackDown and Rampage starting next week, uh, as well as MLW, Ring of Honor. Uh, we're working real hard to make sure this is all set up very nice and well. We're working on some graphics, working on some names, some fun stuff. But this will all be heading off next week. Uh, and, of course, the WrestleCast is going to be our time to really kind of dive in on some discussion. Uh, a lot of our free agency talk we have to keep short. But there's a lot happening there that I think is very telling that we can go a little bit further and give you guys a bit more detail in. Uh, and, of course, always the WrestleCast is your guys' opportunity. Hit the comment section. Let us know. Ask some questions. We'll do our best to do our best. Uh, give you guys some thoughts. So keep an eye out on the YouTube. The also will be paired up and sent to Facebook, our other social media all across the board here, of course. Um, but keep an eye out for that because that's all starting next week. Uh, with that, if you like what you see, <laughs> give it to them. You can support us at ko-fi.com slash pwo123. It's as easy as one, two, three. And for the small price of a cup of coffee, you guys help us put on these incredible shows here for the WrestleCast. And of course, our weekly reviews that are coming up and so much more. You guys make these trips possible for us, going to Ring of Honor, Next Gen Wrestling, a couple of other places that we're going to have to keep a little hush on for the time being. But uh, trust me, a couple other places in the works. Um, you guys help us get these interviews so I, I can't thank y'all enough for the support. Thank you guys for it. I hope you keep supporting us. Uh, and I got to tell y'all, I can't wait to be back here on Monday, 7 o'clock Eastern time. And so with God that, Ryan, love you. Mike, love you. Love you. Love you. Guys, right, guys, this was, hold on. This is the Pat Lilly Memorial Show. We ranted a little bit. Uh, we talked about some things that Pat would talk about. We'll never forget the demo God. He's on to bigger, better things at the moment. We miss you. We love you, Pat, if you're watching. If not, we'll probably be calling you soon. And, of course, for our incredible – we we can't have a Pat Lilly memoriam thing without an incredibly hot take in professional wrestling. Go ahead. Uh, so, with that, here it is. AEW will have better ratings than Raw in uh, six months to a year. Yeah, you're right. Hot takes, baby. That's for you, Patty. Back Good by popular yes. demand. Oh, scorching hot. <laughs> yeah, he got Adam Cold. Jesus. That's all tonight, guys. Thank you. Good night. Goodbye. Bang. Bang. Just like we did to